Let's go. Yeah. Uh, the microphone messiah. Yeah, yeah. It's the microphone messiah. I missed the no days off. Uh. Microphone messiah. Mr. No Days Off. Phil, Brandon, what's good, y'all? Let's go. Bullet cast host. Look, this is the time for us to be great on podcast. Let you know this is the time and how the vibe lasts. This is the feeling of time and when we on it. You know we got no time for no opponent. It's the feeling. This is the time of the greats. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Elimination Chamber recap. I am the microphone messiah, Philip Antoine. I'm joined by Brandon Tanguma. Uh, I am coming off the heels of commentating or being a part of the commentary team for the largest show in Ugwa history. The Underground Wrestling Alliance ran Emporium last night in SF. What a show, man. What a show. Over 400 people in there. The crowd was wild. People were jumping off of second levels. People were going through doors. It was just, it was it was crazy. There was a title change. It, it was just it was it was phenomenal. Uh I just want to say thank you to Boss Man Slash for having me and uh, I'm I'm glad to be a part of the team. Renatan Guma, how are you doing today? Doing just fine. Philip, uh, sounded like a great show. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there, but uh, Brian said he was going to be there after all months, months of speculation and hype of him finally showing up to Ugwa to see you do commentary, watch one of the best rising promotions here in the Bay Area. Was Brian there, Philip? That the people need to know. He, of course, we know he wasn't there. I did. I, I looked it up. He is. He lives 15 minutes away from the venue, and he still didn't show up. Damn. Maybe Huey drove what all the way from Alameda. Was it like a 30 minute, 25 minute drive, something like that? And San Francisco traffic and parking. Park, yeah, and park parking. I drove around for an hour to find parking. If only. We had competent public transit here in the United States. I mean, see it. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. But no, I had fun, man. We we did the damn thing. Uh, I was running next month, March 20th. They're collaborating with Indie Hand, the Indie Handshake podcast. That's going to be in San Jose. Uh, that's an all ages show. So bring your kids. Bring your kids. The next time Ugwa runs Emporium is going to be July 17th. And that that's going to be a stacked show. I can't wait. Can't wait. But we're here to talk about WWE. We're here to talk about the Elimination Chamber um, premium live event that took place on, uh, what was it, Saturday? Saturday, yes. So, um, Brandon, take it away with the matches. First off, Brian is not here. He has been suspended until further notice. Brian Tronic has been stripped of the Bullet Cast Championship. So, he is vacant, no- vacant title going into WrestleMania. It's going to be I- fun. Uh- that's a championship that I never lost. Or I can just cash in Bullet Cast in the bank, and since there's nobody holding it, that means I win, right? Whoa, 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 that's how it works. It, it's a championship that I never lost. Brian was really like the interim champion until I could get back on my feet. I'm I'm back and ready to go. Oh, so you're not pulling a Cody. You're not just going to leave the company. So, you know, if you want to cash it in night one of Mania, just you and me, undisputed title, we can do that. Okay, we, okay. We can, we can do that. I'm down. So it's just me and you, no Brian, no Huey, no nothing. If you want to cash in. If we do WWE math, that means I have a 50% chance of winning. Yeah, but then it'd be on the line for night two for everybody. Oh, okay. Because, so. you know, I would win and I don't hold back. I 
I give back to the people. I mean, would you want to cash in night one or night two? I, I got to see how the card stacks out. Yes, I want to see what, what, I'm, what I'm more confident in. All right, all right. Or, do we, or, or what about Revolution? Maybe. Maybe for Revolution. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. Okay. Anyways, let's get into the Elimination Chamber. Let's do it. it was a fantastic show. Just a bunch of wrestling. Uh, I saw a post. Almost three hours the show was. It clocked in with about little over an hour of actual in-ring wrestling. About an hour and seven minutes, I do believe. So we started off. With the pre-show, because we don't f- ignore the pre-show here, we had Rey Mysterio with Dominic Mysterio taking on The Miz, and Ray Ray gets the win in about eight minutes. Uh, Miz tried to get Dominic kicked out. He did get kicked out, but Ray, he's smarter than that. He rolls up Miz for the victory. Um, I'll be honest, I did not watch this. I saw the uh, little clip of it on the actual regular show. So, And then The Miz cut a promo afterwards, teasing that he has a athletic whatever tag team partner to take on the Mysterios people. Rightfully so, I think, maybe thinking it was Cody, but it's come out that it looks like it's going to be a Logan Paul. So he's back in WWE. I didn't see any of this. Damn. Uh, thoughts on, well, thoughts on Logan Paul being uh, the Miz's partner and him having a WrestleMania match. Oh God! Um, He's going to be up there with the ranks of Snooky for the most WrestleMania wins or greatest WrestleMania winning percentage of all times. But he's probably going to lose, so he can't. He will never live up to Snooky. I mean, the greatest WrestleMania competitor of all time. She had one match. She has a one hundred percent winning percentage at WrestleMania. So does Bad Bunny. Exactly, Bad Bunny and Snooky one and the same. And RV, RVD's like four and zero at Mania. Bad Bunny. RVD and Snooki, three in the same. And Michael Cole. They, I mean, a who's who of WrestleMania royalty right there. Undertaker, no. Undertaker no. didn't win all those WrestleMania matches. He lost two. We don't need to tell. I mean, exactly. Snooki, Bad Bunny, Michael Cole. Some of the greatest in-ring performers of all time. Yes. Undefeated at WrestleMania. Yes. Undertaker, Undertaker can't. They're putting Undertaker in the Hall of Fame. Like... Congratulations to the dead man. He's going into the 2022 Hall of Fame. That was a long ass video package. <laughs> and that's probably that's one of the reasons why <laughs> there was only an hour and 10 minutes of wrestling on this three hour show. And no, I mean, the video package was excellent, but I'm just saying it was, it was long as hell. It was, it was a great video package. I liked how they had the Metallica. They had Sad But True. Then they entered that into the Kid Rock song because he uses a sample of Sad But True. Yeah. Very smartly. Well done. Yes, 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 yes. Kevin Dunn did something good. Maybe, maybe, or maybe it was, you know, somebody else who maybe knows what they're doing. I don't know. Oh. But let's get into the actual real quote unquote elimination shaver, the main card, one might say. Uh, we started off with the Universal Championship match, kicking it off with the needle mover, the big dog, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, defending against Goldberg. This match goes a looks a flat six minutes. Uh, you could count the bumps on one hand from both of these men. I think the main goal of this match was to get in and out, have Goldberg wrestle his last match on his contract, do not get Roman hurt, and they did that with Roman choking out Goldberg with the guillotine. I think Goldberg you know, took like one bump from the Superman punch, um, teased a jackhammer. Thank God we didn't get Roman taking a jackhammer. So they just got in, got out. Nobody got hurt, so we can ask for. And this was a literal nobody got hurt, so we can ask for. Yeah, hey, good solid bump by Goldberg off the uh, whatchamacallit, off the Superman punch. 
Spears looked nice. I mean, Gold, Goldberg looked uh, – he, he looked good or, or whatever. And, uh, yeah, Roman's the champ. And this is the greatest main event run in, in WWE history. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, nothing really much else to say. That, I think that's going to be can, – Can you believe he – all this challenge and of all the challengers, he has walked out universal champion against every former universal champion. Look at that. That's history, bro. Who, who else is, who else is doing this? Who else? Did he beat the fiend on his, he beat the fiend during this streak. Yeah. That's who it was that triple threat with the fiend and, uh, Braun. I can't remember. I, uh, that's how history. we won the title payback 2020 a week after SummerSlam. Look at that. Yes. Get that. Uh, yes. So history. Uh, then we get the women's elimination chamber match for the right to challenge the Raw Championship at WrestleMania. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, Nikki Ash, and Rhea Ripley. Uh, Bianca, the last one to get into the chamber, she ends up winning the whole damn thing by pinning uh, Bianca or by pinning Alexa Bliss. To win in around 15 minutes, 45 seconds. Um, a lot of women on this card, you know, in Saudi Arabia, shout out, still wearing uh, the, the leotards. But, I, you know, I keep railing on it. But, they, I mean, at least they look well done, well crafted. They look a part of their gimmicks. Um, you know, Bianca Belair doing her thing. I mean, Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss comes out and she's pretty much just the same Alexa Bliss. No character change, no nothing. It takes time. It takes time. Uh, there were no T-shirts. Liv Morgan, Yousers. I got, I got the Britney vibes. I, I did. We, we all got the Britney. Poor Dewdrop. I mean, she basically had the black leotard with just Dewdrop uh, stitched on her on her chest. So you know, everybody else. I mean, Nikki Ash. She pretty much just wore her regular getup. The all the other women had, had you know hey. solid outfits, but except for Dewdrop, I don't know what happened. Rhea looked badass. Rhea looked like a. Did you hear the pop she got? She looked like a complete badass. She yeah, I mean, this Saudi Arabia crowd, it was a smaller one. It was kind of hard to tell exactly how many people were there because Cole's like, oh, it's a late Arabian crowd, a light Arabian arriving crowd because of traffic and stuff. So we couldn't tell how hot and how big it actually was. But like for the stars and for like the people that you would expect to get big reactions, I think uh, they, you know, they, they showed out to Rhea Ripley surprisingly. I mean, I said it going in that maybe she could have possibly won the match because she got a, a big showing on raw last week. And I, I still think she is, you know, what underutilized undervalued and could be uh, doing big things, but it is Bianca's time now as she did win this match. Absolutely. So Bianca is going to go after Becky Lynch for the raw woman's whoa, 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 spoilers. What spoilers? We haven't gotten that part yet. Did I even see that match? Did I see that match? Oh man, I've been out. I've been out of it all day. Anyway, I'm making an assumption. I don't know. I really so, be- don't. so Becky, let's let's just hypothetically say Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair they're going to run it back, rematch from that 10 second SummerSlam match. Uh, I think this had to happen. Rumors are speculating this wasn't always in the plans. Maybe a, a four horse women main event, but uh, Bianca and Becky gonna have uh they're gonna run it back possibly you know a main event we don't know how it's gonna shake up night one night two but uh, i think this was a match that needed to happen and i'm excited to see what these women can do given a complete hopefully a full-fledged like 20 minute match 
We'll see. We shall see. Back-to-back women's matches here in Saudi Arabia. We get Naomi and Ronda Rousey taking on Charlotte Flair and Sony Deville. Uh, the gimmick was Ronda had to tie one arm behind her back. That didn't exactly turn out to be the case. It was more one arm tied to her hip, but uh, y- you got the the gist of what they were going for. And uh, Ronda, you know, was Ronda. She was dominant against Sony Deville with one arm. Charlotte kind of got her licks in when Ronda was turned was you know had her back turned. Naomi and Sony and Charlotte did their thing, but in the end, Ronda uh, teases the armbar. Charlotte just walks off, gets. Sonya in the armbar, and she taps out nine minutes, 15 seconds. Charlotte looked great. Um, I, I mean, it wasn't exactly the most well, you know, spectacularly crafted leotard out there. It just seemed like, you know, one piece of fabric. But, you know, shout she out. Great. Shout out, Charlotte. You know, look like a champion. Liked a robe. I did like a robe. I'll say that. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, shout out uh, Sonya Deville, a, a gay woman in Saudi Arabia, where it's technically illegal to be gay. But, you know, good for her. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, the, I mean, the match was what you would expect. It was just like Ronda doing her thing and Charlotte kind of, you know, uh, you know, we knew Charlotte and Ronda weren't exactly going to touch in this in this match. And I mean, it was fine. That, that's kind of just the uh, the theme for the show. It was just fine and just kind of there but uh we have what six weeks five weeks until wrestlemania uh what do you see them being able to get out of ronda and charlotte for over a month and a half like i don't know what else there really is to do with these two Uh, they're just gonna do promos back and forth man maybe maybe they'll get a little physical that's about it get a little physical 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 yeah Next up, we had Drew McIntyre taking on Mad Cat Moss, and this Jesus is probably the, the, the most memorable moment, most memorable aspect of the show, possibly. Uh, Falls Count Anywhere match, Mad Cat had Happy Corbin in his corner, and we, I mean, we've all seen it. It's on Twitter. It's all over the place. We do a, a reverse Alabama slam, and I like. Uh, I, I need to know, like, bro, like McIntyre does this move all the time. Has he just never seen it? Has Mad Cat never seen him do this move? I, I don't know what was going on because I think I think he tried to roll through or something. Well, technically, the instinct of a wrestler is to always tuck their head, and so like doing that move or a Styles class, you have you have to do the complete opposite. So, however many years of teaching and wrestling, you're doing the complete opposite of what your in- instincts tell you. And yeah, he just curled his head, just landed right on top of it. Um, little obviously a gasp from everybody, kind of stopped for a few seconds, but he just got back up and. Seemingly, he's fine. So the boys got some strong traps on him. Yeah, strong neck, strong y'all, stack of dimes. Don't need to respect Madcap Moss, man. Uh, so I mean, yeah. After that, Madcap gets up. They just continue on their match. It was a no disqualification falls anywhere match. They didn't exactly, you know, do too much. They kind of went up on the stage, but that was pretty much it. Uh, Happy Corbin gets involved a little bit, but not too much. Which I don't know why, if it was no disqualification. But uh, Drew takes out the sto- sword. Teases decapitation in Saudi Arabia and pins Madcap one two three as Corbin walks away, kind of similar to what Charlotte did in the match before. Uh, Why did you say that? I'm just making observations. So we're on the road to Drew McIntyre taking on Baron Corbin at WrestleMania. Yes, it's good. A main event anywhere in the world. Baron Corbin is nice, bro. 
character wise, he's like, he's fine. But then it's like, when's the last time they've had like a memorable big Baron Corbin match? And you're using oh. that for Drew McIntyre. What do you mean? He retired Kurt Angle. He retired one of the best that's ever done this. And we see how that panned out. People were not too happy about that. And then he went on to become the king of the ring. And those matches with Gable were lit. Stop. Then we had Becky Lynch and Lita. Raw Women's Championship match. Winner of this takes on Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. I wonder who would win this. Uh, so yeah, Becky comes out. Lita comes out. Uh, Lita got pretty big reception from the uh, from the crowd. And they go, uh, what is this? Uh, 12 15. Becky audibly calling the match in uh, in the ring. You could hear a couple times, uh, but it was a little slow. Little, I mean, a little sloppy. You know, obviously they kept hammering home. Lita hasn't wrestled a meaningful one on one match in 16 years, whatever the hell that means. And uh, Becky gets the win. There was a good little flurry from Lita at the end, but Becky gets the win. Um, I thought it was maybe. Maybe the best match of the night. Not, I mean, obviously, that's not saying too much, but, uh, you know, there were some sloppy spots from Lita, as you would expect. I mean, she was never the best wrestler, you know, back in her prime, but I thought, you know, she did well. She kind of soaked in the moment afterwards, kind of visibly, you know, sh not shaken up, but kind of, you know, visibly emotional, possibly the last match she's going to have. And uh, yeah, I thought she did well. She's going to wrestle at Hood Slam next month. Oh, okay. You know, she's, I, I see you've been training with the, with the Stoner Brothers. Well, Maybe if we if we if we go, we got to get there like two hours early. I mean, that's what I've heard. There's like no seats. He just if especially as us, you know, uh, vertically challenged boys. We don't want to be stuck all the way in the back. Man, yeah, and it's in the middle of a street this time. Oof, in Oakland. Yes. Hey. Yeah, so bring the bulletproof vest, brother. Oh, uh, what else? Wear the wrong colors. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> gang, gang. Uh, then we. We're supposed to have a tag team title match for the SmackDown tag titles. The Viking War Raider Experience come out. They uh, do their gimmick and then just out of nowhere, the Usos beat them down. And they just did like some kind of brawl beat down suplex onto one another. And apparently because of that, they were unable to continue. Even though we've seen far worse pre-match beatdowns and the wrestler has been able to get up, continue the match, and in some cases win the match. But no, a couple... Punches and a suplex later, the Viking War Raider experience was dead and they could not continue. So a full-fledged bait and switch. You, you fly these guys out across the ocean uh, to do that. So, yeah. Ooh. not I mean, honestly, on paper, this probably could have been the best match of the show if given the time. But uh, I just thought this was like you didn't have to do the entrance. If you're going to do this type of angle, just do a backstage and it cuts. It's less time. But. What do I know? It's true. What do you know? I don't know. What do I know? What do you know? What do you got any opinions on these? Or are you asleep for this one too? I, I, I literally didn't see this. Damn. I mean, a lot of, well, technically the match didn't exist. So yeah. yeah. Great. Great analysis here. The only type of analysis you can get here at the <laughs> bullet cast uh, main event time. We get Bobby Lashley defending in quotations, his WWE championship inside the Elimination Chamber with Seth Rollins, Riddle, Austin Theory, AJ Styles, and a Bork Laser. Uh, 
Seth Rollins power bombs Austin Theory through one of the pods through Lashley's pod, and it, it looked terrible. It didn't look like it touched Lashley whatsoever. It he goes down. Lashley. He barely touched him. It, it did touch him. It, it, okay. it, 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 it touched him. It, it touched him. Not it saying encaved, it, it, it touched. It him. touched him. It didn't look like it injured him. But uh, Lashley gets helped out to the back, and he just he's gone. It just just he's, like that he loses undergoing his, concussion protocol. It, it, just like that he loses. I don't think it's. I mean, that means if he's going under concussion protocol, you have to stay in Saudi Arabia because I'm pretty sure you can't fly with a concussion. There you go. I mean, I don't know. If that's exactly the safest thing for you to do. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, uh, yeah. So Lashley just gets escorted out to the back. Uh, legitimately, it seems as though he has some sort of shoulder injury from Royal Rumble or whatever. So that's the reason why he wasn't able to compete. And then uh, it was supposed to be Lashley's turn at number five. Brock said, uh, "Yeah, I'm not doing this." He breaks the he breaks the glass and he runs and just literally kills every other competitor in the match. F five pin, F five pin, F five killed pin. Austin Theory. And, uh, you know, the WWE does not have very many stars or at least top tier talent. Brock Lesnar pretty much squashed all of them in the matter of a few seconds. And then poor Austin Theory was the last man standing, climbs up the cage. Brock Lesnar, you know, as big and strong as he is, people forget how exactly athletic and fast he is. Climbs up the cage with them, F5s him off the off the pod, throws him into the ring, pins one, two, three. So Brock Lesnar now officially has beaten all four black WWE champions. Every single title reign, Brock Lesnar defeated them all. Rock, SummerSlam, Kofi at SmackDown, Big E at Day One, and now Lashley. In Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. On Black History Month, too. Yeah. It, um, it is something that has happened. I fear being the... Uh, a man of color and being the champion because I don't know when Brock's coming. I don't know when Brock is coming after me. I don't. Uh, it's kind of, it's, it's really like, did, did they see them? Like, all right, this has to be a thing now. Did they see? I, I wonder, I, I wonder. I wonder. Hmm. Hmm. And back all the way in 2002 SummerSlam, they long-term storytelling. I'm trying to tell you, bro, 20, 20 years worth of, worth of storytelling here. Come on, man. Come on. Uh, well, in all seriousness, though, I mean, we're getting, we're getting Brock and Roman. Uh, hey, it, it's going to be physical. Uh, either Brock beats Roman and ends this mega main event run, or Roman beats Brock once again and officially solidifies that he's the the, the most dominant champion in all of WWE's history. Yeah, I mean, this was kind of a foregone. I mean, once Lashley went down, I, I mean, I just kind of assumed he was going to do the gimmick where he leaves and comes back, but that just never happened. And so then once it was just Brock there, it was like, well, that's just like the only logical person to win. Because, I mean, if Brock wasn't going to at least be weakened by Lashley, I just didn't see anybody else losing or beating Brock just straight up like that. And uh, he just came out, speed ran through everybody. And 
who knows what Lashley's situation is. It seems as though he might have to get surgery and I mean, shoulder surgery ain't no joke. So if he's out, if he does, he might be out like whatever, two to four, six months. So we might not get some sort of Lashley match at WrestleMania, which is a shame. So I, we don't know, you know, what's going to happen, whether Brock has to defend at night one and wrestle Roman night two or what the case may be. WrestleMania still seems pretty up in the air, but um, overall, this match was kind of just there. I mean, athletically speaking, probably like the best, like they, you know, they were doing their spots. They were doing some things, but just kind of the overarching cloud of Brock Lesnar just I was there. And then it just rained hellfire and brimstone once. He crushed through the pod. Uh, overall, it just seems like a regular February ma- uh, show where you kind of know where everything's going because WrestleMania is in a couple months. So the matches didn't mean too much. The finishes kind of just seemed there. It seemed like a foregone conclusion was going to happen. And pretty much all the matches we thought was going to happen, they uh, they ended uh, that way. The women's match, longest match on the show at 1545. So two Elimination Chamber matches. Go under or go under 16 minutes. Women's Elimination Chamber was the shortest in history until the men's main event. So both these Elimination Chamber matches, the shortest two in history. That's crazy. I didn't even like what was it? I wasn't kind of paying attention to the rules. What was it? Felt like they were just flying through the entrance. I thought it would be like I thought it's like five minutes per pod, but it was like two. They felt they were just going after it. I don't think it's five. I don't know, but it just happened. It was just. Okay, one person. Oh, okay. There, someone else is already coming in. Well, I guess we're just getting in, get out. It did feel like a kind of like the old Saudi Arabia matches because, like last year, last show, that was probably by far the best Saudi Arabia show they had. This one felt more like the other ones, where it just kind of felt like a house show, kind of going through the motions. Especially before WrestleMania, don't want to push the limits too much and risk getting injured. So, uh, for a Saudi show, it was like fine, but for like a proper main you know, WrestleMania lead-in pay-per-view, sorry, premium live event, uh, this show's not good. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Giving it a D. D plus. I liked what Liv had on. I'll give it a C. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think Brian, Brian, your thoughts? You still the champion. Me, 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 me. Totally says no. Within well, the ropes is coming back. It's never coming back. It's never coming back. But it's still on Twitter. Follow it at Within the Ropes. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His twist. <laughs> the Twitter will last forever. The show's never coming back. Oh man, you guys know where to follow us at Heel Antoine H E L A N T W I N E on Twitter and Instagram. The Bulletcast on Instagram and YouTube at Bulletcast on Twitter. Brandon, where can the people follow you? I follow curveballs and chair shots, curveballs and CS. Poor favor. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. We'll be back Thursday to uh, talk the world of professional wrestling. Raw, maybe Cody Rhodes shows up tonight. We don't know. We're going to have to find out, wait and see. Thank you guys so much. Stay clean, stay strong, stay safe. And uh, yeah. <laughs>